Each and every week I talk to very interesting people, and the most important part is that I shouldn't be the only one hearing it. I really feel that if these people make sense to me, that everyone out there needs to hear it. So stay tuned, folks, and I hope you enjoy this newest weekly segment on Coach Business. Folks, this is the time of the show where we go out across the world and find someone who is making a difference in the world, specifically the financial world, and got a really good guest today. Uh, her, her book came across my desk the other day. She's in our radio network as well. Her name is Kelly Slott, and, and, her, and she's in Southern Cal, and the name of the book, it's The Great Retirement Mystery. Kelly, welcome in. Thank you for having me. It's going to be fun to talk about this today. Well, this is an interesting book, and and in the book, I mean, I mean, what? First of all, I want to ask you, what inspired you to write the book? Well, you know, my job is to help people. That's how I look at it. So I thought, you know, I'd like to get a book out there that really kind of covers the strategy that I use and to help people come kind of understand financial markets because a lot of people, really, frankly, that come to me don't understand the markets much. So I wanted to take my years of knowledge in the financial field and put it in a book form that's easy to read and really can help people with their financial portfolios and creating exactly what they're looking for. So yeah. that, that's what inspired me, yeah. Well, you're right. This book is very easy to read, and I'm sure everyone listening has run across some of those financial books in the past where it looks good when you're buying it or ordering it when you get it home. It's hundreds of pages of unexplainable or ununderstandable print where you really, after you get done reading, you don't even know what you read. But your book right. takes people from point A to Z and walks people right through that planning for retirement process. Matter of fact, what I really love about your book is you have the six biggest retirement blunders. And I always say that smart people learn from their mistakes, but geniuses can learn from other people's mistakes. And that's what you're doing here in this book is you're educating folks on how to avoid some of those pitfalls. And nobody wants to be the the dummy in the room so you can help everyone not be that person and let's go through i want to go through all six of these retirement blunders we'll start in any order you want what's the what's the biggest retirement blunder you see kelly well one of the biggest ones is listening to the wrong sources so when people hear from their neighbor the person that works across the desk from them at work um a friend and they say oh well my friend says this that and the other and that's what i should invest in and i always say well do they know your full financial picture? Do they know what your risk tolerance is? This is really important. And most times, friends, family, they don't know that. So that's why I say one of the biggest blunders is really listening to the wrong source. And so really know what your risk tolerance is, know what your time frame is. Those are all important things that I ask people when I when they come and sit with me for the first time. So I think that's, that's really one of the biggest blunders I see. You know where I hear a lot of folks where they ask what their neighbor's doing or the person next to next office over is when they're trying to get their allocations right for the 401k. Do you hear about that too? Well, absolutely. 401k allocations is interesting because there's usually 10, 15 different mutual funds to choose from, and they right. all have different aspects to them. So, yeah, it's important to know what your time frame is, your risk tolerance is based on those kind of choices. Yeah, because, I mean, if, if, if your neighbor's doing one thing, doesn't mean it's the best thing for you. And I, and I, I see that's way too much. And, and people use hearsay a lot of times. Well, so-and-so said this. And so, therefore, I'm going to take what so-and-so said and apply it to my plan and not listen to you, Mr. Fiduciary or Mrs. Fiduciary. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, I just had a call yesterday from a radio show caller. And, and she said, well, you know, I had an advisor that my brother's using. And I told the advisor, just do whatever my brother's doing. So she gave me a list of all the recommendations, and I said, based on what you told me, your risk tolerance, this this is not what you should be doing. So anyway, it was interesting. 
I hear that a lot. You know, we have a family advisor, and he's worked my with my parents or my grandparents for years. Therefore, we're going to use that same person. Well, how do you even know if it's good or not? I mean, just because your parents, maybe your parents or grandparents don't know that they haven't been getting the best service or the best plan put together, but they don't know any better because that's all they see. Exactly. You've really got to consider your source and, and yeah. your time frame, your risk tolerance. It's really personal right. to you. That's why I create specific plans for people. Absolutely. Good. All right. Well, that was that's a big one. You trusted the wrong people. But uh, looking at the book here, here, here's another blunder, not having a plan and sticking to it. So this it's basically a double blunder. Number one, not having a plan. And number two, if you did have a plan, not sticking to it. Yeah. So again, it, it kind of goes into the first one there, listening to the wrong sources, because a lot of times people do things off the cuff. Oh, I have a plan. And then they hear something. Oh, let's go do this. So that changes the plan. Well, stick with your plan. I mean, and that's, that's true in that case, but it's also true with markets because markets change. And so people go, Oh, I want to, I want to go buy X, Y, Z because now that's the next biggest thing. It's like, well, no, that's not your plan. You've got to stick with your plan. Certainly adjustments could be made, but it's important to stick with the plan that we create for you. Unless something changes, you inherit money, you Win their lottery, and a lot of different things can change. <laughs> but uh, sticking with the plan is important. Yeah, very, very much is. And then here's another one of your blunders here, making decisions emotionally. How, how many people have ruined a plan by making emotional uh, decisions uh, and having it affect their investments in the wrong way or their retirement plan the oh, wrong way? Yeah, it's so true. I mean, look at the cryptocurrency uh, phase <laughs> that people are into. Some people have made money with that, certainly, but that's an emotional decision. Oh, it's the next biggest thing. But is that really right for you? And is that right for your risk tolerance? So, yeah, emotional decisions are not wise. And I, I really try and talk people through what might be going on that way, something that's fancy that might come their way. So, yeah, be careful of that. Well, two big emotions that people use at the wrong time, fear and greed. So when the market's going down, people get afraid and they sell at, right. the, at a low. Or on the other side, the market's going up like crazy. doesn't matter if it's real estate, stocks, bonds, crypto, you name it. The market's going up like crazy. You get what my daughter calls FOMO, fear of missing out. <laughs> and so you yeah. jump in and right. greed is the name of that emotion. And so you buy at a high. And then you have that other emotion when it's at a low and you sell. And it's the exact opposite of what Warren Buffett says, the success in investment world. He says, buy low and sell high. And number two is repeat that. <laughs> right. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Absolutely. I used to laugh about the back of a bottle of shampoo. It said, wash, rinse, repeat. Good marketing. I guess you re repeat until you run out of shampoo and you're done <laughs> right. for the day. <laughs> right. There you go. All right. Yeah. So trying to time the markets, another blunder. What, what do you feel about that, that uh, emotional aspect? Yeah, so it, it kind of goes with emotion, too. Um, you've got to make sure that your plan is in place, right? So trying to time the market, you're never going to get out at the exact right time. You're never going to get in at the exact right time. If I always tell my clients, if it's a good time to sell, sell. If it's a good time to buy, buy. We don't try and time that because I really, my many years in the business, and I'm sure you've seen this too, coaches, I don't see people get that exactly right. You just can't. So that's why we have plans. That's why we create plans for people is so we don't have to try and figure all of that stuff out because it's, you know, I, we're not trading the market all day, all, you know, and all the risks inherent in that. So let's make sure we're doing it right for you. And folks, we're talking to Kelly Slot. She's from Southern California, and her, the name of her book is The Great Retirement Mystery. We're talking about some of the six blunders that exist in your plan. And, you know, emotions really take charge. And a lot of people subject themselves to undue emotions by listening to, to folks on TV screaming about, Bye, bye, bye! 
sell, sell, sell. Don't buy. Don't buy. And then how do you decide? <laughs> so don't don't let that be the final deciding factor is what you see or read or whatever on TV, especially because TV is there for a reason to sell advertisements. <laughs> That's why it's there. Soap opera is a good example. Now, how about taking advice from the wrong sources? Is that a big blunder? It's a big blunder because, again, every source that you listen to, and it could be the Wall Street Journal, it could be the TV station or radio station, they're touting whatever they're touting, right? And it may not be appropriate for you. So you've got to make sure that you're listening to someone that's on your side, that's got your best interest at heart, and going to do the right thing for you. So that's uh, one of the biggest blunders I see with people is listening to those sources that maybe not, maybe they don't have their best interest at heart. Yeah, you also talk about lack of understanding of Social Security and Medicare. We see this all the time as well. And it's not just the fact that anyone go down and claim Social Security or buy a Medicare supplement, but are they doing the right one for themselves? And and many people have cost themselves hundreds of thousands of dollars in the past by selecting the wrong Social Security claiming option or strategy. And, And many don't realize that there are some good options for you out there that could make you a whole lot more money. Yeah, that's right. You can take Social Security at 62. It's the earliest you can take it. But really, do you need it then? Because that's the lowest dollar amount you'll ever get. Right. So if you wait, every year that you wait, you're going to get 8% more per year. So full retirement age for most folks is around 66. You can take it at 70. That's the most dollar amount you'll get. So I always tell people, go to ssa.gov, socialsecurity.gov, and look at the amounts you would get at each of those ages. And I usually have people print those out for me and bring them in because then we can decide when do you need the money how much do you need um, it's important to look at that because like you say coach it, you can lose thousands of dollars hundreds of thousands of dollars if you don't take it at the right time so important to look at that right time or the right option many time and many people who have been married before for at least 10 years can be entitled to their spouse's benefit without the spouse knowing and without it affecting the spouse in a negative way, despite what some people would like to have happen. <laughs> so, yeah, that's very true. And I always tell people, too, um, the, the higher earning spouse, if you can take it at age 70, that's much better. Right. Because if then they pass away, then the remaining spouse gets their benefit, Keeps which is really out. nice. Yep. Yeah, it's good. Nope. When you say, and, and, and we've heard this over and over again, a lot of people have, have said, well, I can't believe it's true almost. But when you look at 8% per year, you're costing yourself if you take this Social Security at 62, as opposed to waiting to 70. And the difference between 62 and 70 is eight years. So if you use the rule of 72, you take that eight, the, the, basically the interest, we'll look at it or whatever you're not getting, eight into 72 goes nine times. So you almost would have doubled your money. Because if the the interest into the number 72 tells you how many years it'll take for the money to double, Mm. it'd be nine years for the double, but you're going to hold it for eight years. You almost get double the income in Social Security by waiting from 62 to 70. Makes a whole lot of sense, doesn't it, Kelly? Yeah, sure does. Yeah, that's why I tell people, really, let's look at that. Let's let's not let that get away from you. So bring uh, go to SocialSecurity.gov, print out that print uh, sheet for yourself so you can see it. They used to send you in the mail. I don't know how long it's been. It seems like just yesterday, but it's been years and right. years since they sent that one to you. Remember the one you used to get I in the do. mail? <laughs> and surprisingly, yeah, I got one a couple of months ago. Oh, Dave got one, huh? All right. Now, wow. one final thing in the book. We've got about a one minute here left in the show, uh, this segment here with you. But uh, it is bonus blunder. Set it and forget it. Explain that. Ah, uh, yes. Well, see, this is why I do portfolio reviews periodically with my clients, because I want to make sure that what we have set up for you is still appropriate for you. So 
So you don't just set it and then walk away and never look at it again. I have um, a lot of people, unfortunately, come to me and their advisors don't ever call them and look at, okay, this is what we have. Maybe we're overweighted in something. I mean, look at the last 12-year bull market run. A lot of people have high amounts in the stock market these days, and maybe they're not so comfortable with that anymore. So we take some profits off the table, do some alternative types of investments for them. So don't set it and forget it. You've got to look at it. That's my job to make sure we're looking at it and making sure that it's still what you want it to be year over year over year. So by all means, uh, do portfolio reviews with your advisor if you're not, because you've got to make sure your allocations are where they need to be. It is funny. Anytime I hear set it and forget it, I get hungry. And it's because of that. <laughs> Rotisserie chicken <laughs> ad that used to be on TV all the time. <laughs> Folks, the name of the book, yeah, the, the Great Retirement Mystery and How to Avoid the Six Biggest Blunders. We just went over some of them, but the book is a lot more advanced. And really, it's a lot more advanced to meet with a planner. But this is a good uh, introductory level to some of the mistakes people are making. The book's available anywhere books are sold. And her name is Kelly Slot. Kelly, thanks for your time today. Coach B, I really appreciate it. And we'll be right back after this. 